What's up? You, you there? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. We're cool. in. Yeah. How goes it? Pretty good. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're in coaster season. I haven't been on a coaster yet this year, so I think uh, it's okay. But I'm, I'm officially booked to do some, some rides, which is uh, I am chaperoning a Dorney Park. So, oh, you know, I had to get on that one. Oh, hell yeah. That's so, yeah, yeah. Fun. They're it is creators to Dorney Park. So, yeah. You got to view it as like a, like a spring training exhibition game, kind of. At least. Um, totally. Totally. For like a field trip. Now, now I have some experience with it. Yeah. yeah. Like a good mm-hmm. warm up for a coaster riding for uh, the summer and all. It's a good way to like totally. introduce yourself back into it. You know, it is still pretty mm-hmm. early it's on. an opportunity so. to educate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you can too, you can point out Chance. the kids, uh, different mm-hmm. like uh, spins and uh, tracks and all that, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're yeah. gonna learn about you know the the capacity of of uh, steel force. They're gonna learn you know they're gonna learn about the history of the land, you know, all the good stuff that you can mm-hmm. learn about Dorney Park. Uh, that yeah, um, Demon Drop is a roller coaster. Yeah, I'm, I'm making one of those kids go on Demon Drop. And if like nobody goes with me, I'm just going on Demon Drop. Yeah. It's like a two minute wait. So, I mean, you should have like one of the students like peer pressure the other one to do it. You know, like uh, really drive yeah. on the fact that, like all, all your friends are doing this. Like you're gonna ride Demon Drop. You should. You would too. be. A, you like, would be a wuss. Yeah, you'd be, be a, wuss, a huge yeah. wuss. Not. I feel pretty left out if you don't go on Demon Drop here, and it's gonna really hurt. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, um, we're we're back, right? We're we're starting we fresh are. with this one, or yeah. yeah. I mean, we we had like one minute, but then technical difficulties kicked in. Yeah, um, it happens, you know. What I, was, what I was saying for our, you know, sort of opening here is that I will be chaperoning an eighth grade school trip to Dorney Park, and that it's a good opportunity to educate kids on the fact that Demon Drop is a roller coaster, and to engage in some, you know, peer pressure, make them peer pressure each other, so that uh, they, you know, go on the scary rides. For sure, yeah. You gotta just uh, create a a coaster loving environment. But you gotta just encourage kids like you gotta get on this one. Like you gotta kick yeah. yourself in the ass later on if you don't. You know, I, honestly, you would if you went yeah. to Thorny Park. You, you might not know what you're missing with Demon Drop. I wouldn't have known. I got on it kind of on a whim and at yeah. Victoria's behest. But like, man, is that such a good ride? Oh, totally, That's the best yeah. ride at the park easily. Just tell that kid to close his eyes. You know, like it's gonna be all over in like three it, minutes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's the yeah. thing. It's kind that's of a long ride because the elevator ride up is pretty long, and then it dangles. Oh yeah, it. is it anticipation? Yeah. The elevator ride is kind of it gets you there. It's the whole. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's there's it's an elevator because, attached. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got the elevator lift, and it's it's the um you know this model of ride is from the seventies, I believe, possibly even the sixties. <laughs> it's a it's a you know it's an old beast, and it definitely seems old and scary, and it's it's intimidating. <laughs> I'm imagining like an old school Otis elevator, like a a scary looking uh, elevator operator. I mean, he's wearing like the patches on his shoulder. He's wearing the little cap. That's that's what, be, that's what Tower Tower of Terror, I guess, kind of has that going for it. It's like the only dress up. Yeah, they have like the uh, yeah, they, spooky they have, at least when, when I wrote it as a kid. Yeah, they had like the whole Twilight Zone, like haunted haunted hotel thing. Yeah, uh, you got to understand. Up, yeah. the, you got to play up the scariness of the elevator and just the uh, possibilities mm-hmm. of it. And it worked on me as a kid. I was I was oh, terrified yeah. of elevators after going on Tower of Terror. Not gonna mm-hmm. lie, like for like two years, I wouldn't go on elevators. I I walked up once, 
it was um i was like in like third grade that was the ring bearer in my cousin's wedding and i walked up to his hotel room to like hang out with like the bachelor party before yeah. the wedding started and it they were uh on the 50th floor and i just walked up 50 floors because i couldn't take <laughs> yeah. the elevator <laughs> I, need, like, I need exercise here guys don't worry about me yeah, i was just like sweating you. through yeah. my little tuxedo yeah <laughs> yeah the little like, cat sweats like oh <laughs> Yeah, like right, pit stains. That's like it's it's very hard for me to you know to have that kind of um after effect on a ride like Tower of Terror and not rate it among my top rides. It's not a roller coaster, obviously, but Tower of Terror. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If if you don't count Demon Drop, which I don't, Tower of Terror is the best drop ride in the world. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, I would probably put it up there. It's probably top three or top five, depending on like who you ask. But it's definitely in a discussion. You can't They've count got a Tower. Of- yeah. Tower Terror. They got a Tower Terror. They they have one at Disneyland, right? Like in California. I think the most famous ones in Florida, right? I yeah, yeah, for sure. Famous, but yeah. I, I, I wish I knew. I, I feel like they, they gotta have it at all their parks. It's such a such a like. Top they call it Hollywood. Ride. Yeah, let me see the Disneyland. They have to like, or they may have closed. That's a fail there. if they don't have one. It's a real fail, and not calling it like a Hollywood uh, Tower of Terror or something like yeah. Hollywood yeah, the, the damn ride's set to like an LA noir kind of theme. It so. is, yeah. That's like a uh, cornerstone, like marquee ride for sure. If you have that at a, a Disney, oh my god, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the heavily themed drop tower is great, and it is a great drop tower. Like that drop is forceful. Mm-hmm. No, you'll feel it though. Like it's all up in like your chest and stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah, you just gonna like have no body weight. But uh, mm-hmm. going out to the elevator though, it would be hilarious if. Uh, you ride it up, and then the first thing you walk out is just open air. It's like this little platform mm-hmm. you walk out onto, and the coaster's just right there, so you can't, like, go back. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like that. So it's yeah. like the elevator isn't really the ride, but the ride starts up, and you the have to take an elevator up. to get to it. It's all about the uh, the weight at the very end, where you're going to be let mm-hmm. off, and there's just no, like, way to get back on. You're just staring out to, like, yeah. the rest of the park. I don't I don't hate that. Yeah. I think it's a small platform. Capacity. Yeah. There's it's no a, it's a capacity issue. Yeah, but you basically could that. mitigate that by like the loading zone is loading kind of like where below. you get on. Yeah, so you okay. let on and then you, people. The issue is that then you have to have two sets of crew. Like you have a guy that puts you on the elevator, and then you have another guy oh, at yeah. the top who like. Oh, logistics wise, it's a mess. Oh yeah, no, it, I, we haven't. It's a little bit of a mess, but it, it is. But yeah. it's not as much of a mess as you'd think. I think it is doable. It just would only work at a park that doesn't have like crazy crowds. Like right. you could make that work at like a lagoon. You know, a, a park that isn't going to get like unbelievably swamped the way like a Six Flags Magic Mountain is. Like, you can't, you can't do it there. You couldn't do no. it at Disney World or something like that. But you no, could, you, that. you could maybe do it at a smaller park. Uh, uh, you know, um, it's a small like park that has a lot of people going to it though. It needs like a lot of traction and people coming well, in a lot. So yeah, at least, that's like, the thing. people the, there. You got like two people or two sets of people. But, but that's what I'm saying is like the the elevator is a constraining factor on capacity. And right. Like you would only be able to load as much as you could load into the elevator unless you're loading people up stairs and the elevator is just like kind of how you get to the final part of the line, which could still be intimidating if it's like an open air elevator in the way like a construction one is. Mm-hmm. Like I think you could do this where that is kind of a part of the ride and some people would say it's as scary as like the initial drop. Oh, totally. Yeah. It would be just like an added element onto the experience itself. But you, like, yeah, it can't you just can... be like a normal elevator, though. If it's just a normal elevator, yeah. you take away from it. You gotta like you gotta play up the actual elevator ride, like you would the, speed it up somehow. It's it's got to be a yeah. really tall coaster. I'm thinking this yes. would work if it's like a 300 foot B and M dive machine, right? And 
instead of doing a chain lift hill, you basically take this elevator up and load at the top, 300 feet up. Yeah. And then it just the ride starts with the, the biggest drop. And there can be another sizable one because if you scale up a uh, dive machine to 300 feet, you could definitely put in like a 200 yeah. foot hill or massive inversion that follows it. So you could make like a really crazy kind of ride like this, but it would never be a yeah. the capacity yeah. demands that, that would, you know, thinking, would want to ride it. Yeah. Because this is how my mm-hmm. mind's working. Essentially, like we're just creating a futuristic lift hill where yep. we're just yeah. taking we're away the actual experience of going up on the coaster. And just yes. Elevator up. Imagine like, going on uh, Intimidator 305. You take an elevator up to the very crest. Oh my god! And you just yeah. that's what you're, you're there with like the uh, elevator operator. He looks all creepy and stuff. He's like escorting you mm-hmm. on. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be an amazing ride. That would scare the shit out of me. There are you start at the, crest there are, of the coaster and go down is might be amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there that's like it's the other type of like you've got launches, you've got chain lift hills, yeah. and there are elevator lifted coasters like Cannibal at Lagoon. Yeah, and there's. <laughs> you start yeah. up you start at your coaster. highest point yeah a co- coaster where you start at the highest point could really work well for a coaster that happens to be on like a piece of physical terrain like a mountain or a cliff or something that could be sick oh totally yeah it can uh, at least create like a new element to it I would say but yeah it'd be, it'd be something you know it, it might some be park, kind of a gimmick but yeah it'd be a cool gimmick though like some parks should play with that though at least the yeah, added element yeah yeah, yeah. People's fear of elevators and escalators. Yeah. Yeah. An escalator can work escalator, too. Like, escalator coaster. They're, like, they're cousins, um, essentially. An escalator it, and a coaster. In Atlantic City, at the Ocean Casino and Resort, there are these escalators that like take you over a drop that is like probably pretty easily like 100 or 150 feet at times above like a marble floor on the like in the lobby. And I gotta say, uh, knowing that a drunk guy did once fall over and fall to his death Ooh, on them, yeah. they're pretty scary escalators. Yeah. Yeah, that's always my nightmare. If you see those like two decked ones or whatever, and you fall off, uh-huh. yeah, and you just like you just it's like a fucking cartoon, and you just hit your head on like all oh, going splat, down. yeah, splat. splat, just splatting everywhere. Basically, it's not a good. Um, thing. I yeah, mean, crew, yeah. Like, yeah. But it's and like, like escalators over a huge drop at a casino where people are yeah. known to be kind of fucked up. That's a pretty bad idea. But yeah. the, re- the, the Rebel slash Ocean Resort uh, is a very bad idea and was mm-hmm. a huge failure for the state of New Jersey and Chris Christie. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of bad ideas there. But oh, totally, um, yeah. no, no roller coasters, but there there is a, um, you know, there's a scary escalator. Yeah. Oh, no, same fear factor, you know, like you're getting... You're getting your Honestly, thrill in either way, yeah. I'm just it, saying it, about... It, you don't, you don't get the forces of going down, though. You no, know, you don't. don't no. only, only one man really experienced the full ride. He yeah. fell off. Exactly. Yeah. He got the full effect of it, yeah. He's the only one he, he, really talking about... But he about. took it to the grave. Yeah, he's taking it to the, he grave. It to the grave. No one had that no idea. experience of that ride ever. <laughs> no. It's a ride experience don't know. for life, yeah. Someone in a, in a distant life or the next one, whenever he's created, will talk about that one. But, the next co- but, next generation of coaster fans. What what a better way to honor him? Huh? What better way to what better way to honor him than to build a coaster in that same atrium of the ocean resort? Because you've already spent a billion dollars on this thing and it's a failure. Oh, Why not go out? Dude, they should make a, a statue. And build a coaster. Yeah, if you do that, if you die that way, you should have a statue built of yourself. I, I say uh, you should a have proud a proud statue. Yeah, not like of one maybe you falling or whatever, but mm-hmm. there should be a little plaque or something for sure. A commemorative one, like they do for like the Ace roller coaster system or whatever. 
but but what I'm saying is honor yes. him with with a roller coaster. Oh yes, like no. build one yeah, yeah, to simulate his coaster. fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To simulate what he so that other people can take his ride. You need a roller ride coaster after him. Yeah, but the roller so coaster in like 2009. Shrine. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. like a shrine almost. That's what I'm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. Oh totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be a coaster, it'd be a little something about him like info. It's like a yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I have no idea who the guy was that died. I assume he was some <laughs> white ethnic who had too much to drink. <laughs> yeah, there are many white ethnics out there, mm-hmm. and there they love Atlantic majority, City. Yeah, but they're actually the majority, you know. If there's so many of them, uh, yeah, I mean, together, and, you know, they pull together. Correct? In the ocean resort, yeah, definitely, yes. definitely. If they up come there. together, yeah. yeah, they're all hanging <laughs> by the wave pool. Then there are a mm-hmm. group, mm-hmm. you know, they're bonded. Yeah. I gotta say, the pool, the pool oh. at the ocean resort, it's not that sweet. It's not that cool. Ocean resort, no. Wasn't that good? It's not, no. Because you got the ocean right there. The ocean beats the pool. It is, yeah. Why like hang out at a pool if you're right near the ocean? I've never understood that. You know what I mean? Because I, I think the the reason would be that you can drink your drink next to the pool, and that's an essential part of staying overnight but just, at a casino. Yeah, is doing that like, the next morning. But it was like man up or sack up and just like bring it to the beach, you know? Like, and it, I agree. I'm with you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You always that would be much risk, better. Take you always take the risk of drinking on the beach than just they're, drinking. At they're the serving beach. you that shit in a plastic cup anyway. Yeah, it's, it's not even like yeah. it's not even like you could do anything wrong. The experience and is not you, even close. Like, I would rather get caught and get like a warning at the beach than mm-hmm. just, like be bored at a pool. I'm just like drinking all day. It would still be nice. And totally. There's, like, but there's a beach right there. Like, but the beach is right there. Exactly. Beach is right there. Exactly. It's like you're teasing yourself at that point. It's like almost mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why was it <coughs> you can bring sand to the beach, but you can't bring it to the pool? That makes sense, right? That's a that's a good ass point. Yeah, you that can't. makes that made sense, right? I just went off there for a second, but no, you did. You went yeah, off. Okay, you I did cook. Okay, because I was just. Um, I, <laughs> I think it's it's because it's because a pool is a is man's defined space, right? Like it's built by man for yeah. man's enjoyment. So the there's, pride, there's the pride involved in it. Like we created this hole of water, and and we don't want we don't want this nature in our pool. We have water you can't drink in it. We have you know hard like uh, unnatural edges and 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 squarish <laughs> designs. But we yeah. we will not we will not have the nature come into the pool. But no. one day, one day, one day with a ten foot sea level rise. The nature will come into that pool, mm-hmm. although it's set pretty high up. It'll be pretty close, but yeah. you know, give yeah. it enough time with enough sea level rise, and it could happen. Right, and uh, coaster visionaries are in, uh, picturing this out too. They're getting ready for it, sea level rise. Well, you have to. You I have mean, to. a lot of the like. I think they're honestly. Sea level. Well, like, Depends. well, think about it though. Yeah. Like, Hurricane Sandy put an entire pier park into the ocean. It just dropped it in there. My favorite pier park as a kid dropped into true. the damn ocean. Right. That's ridiculous. But that was, do you think that was just built like poorly though? No, of, I honestly no, don't. Like, I think so. It was just a hurricane maintained though. poorly, maybe. Yeah. But it it was a powerful hurricane. They weren't. It was not built in a time when they were really yeah. expecting those to hit that far northeast with yeah. that kind of force. So I it, yeah, it probably wasn't built to withstand hurricane winds and and yeah. sea and uh, sea the surf or whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't. It didn't really matter. Oh yeah, we got some work to do. Then we gotta make these coasters stronger. We gotta make them hurricane. Mm-hmm. Well, now uh, now the cucked move that the pier parks do is they tend to put their coasters a little further inland, like not on right on the water, which I think is lame. Right on the water, probably yeah. Probably smart. It's but smart, it should yeah. be on the water. It's like with Moray's Pier. There's like that one coaster right near the sand, 
at least like how it's positioned. Yes. Yeah. But that's beautiful. But here's the thing. That's like the beauty and like the picturesqueness of it is so it's like round. Yeah, that turn, you have that bank turn where you're like you can just see the ocean. That's all you see when you go around. But it's like incredible. A quirk of a quirk of Wildwood's position on the New Jersey beach and New Jersey shoreline is actually the sand is deposited there and every year the coaster gets a few inches further from the ocean because of additional sand deposits. It's like the opposite of erosion. So the beach gets bigger every year in Wildwood. So those coasters were once actually closer to the ocean than they are today, and they will continue to get further away from the shoreline. Mm-hmm. Just naturally. Which is a weird quirk. It is, so yeah. It was, it was not as close to the ocean as the POV I watched from, like, 2005. Right. Which I, I, th- I think is saying something. Like, they're, they're, even in just, you know, a, a little uh, over a decade, there's been a, a pretty significant difference. Yeah. And it's fun to think about coasters moving, too. Like, they're actually just uh, living beings. Yeah. yeah. Which they, well, they are. are. The, the, they the, are. Earth, they are. the Earth lives around them. Yeah. True. Yeah. They move in, like, slow, like, earnestness with the Earth. They move in accordance, mm-hmm. just slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like but a, you, uh, I mean, you you just rode a coaster by the ocean, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so tell us about that. First one of the year. Uh, had to make mm-hmm. a trip down to San Diego. We talked okay. about down the pod before. Uh, many mm-hmm. great coasters down there. Yes, when it's I, a, yes. it's an up and coming coaster city. It is. Yeah. Keep I'll an eye on up. it. Got to keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. You guys got. Like, <coughs> mark your uh, maps and everything for San Diego. But um, mm-hmm. the big reason why I wanted to go on the, the first time initially was for Arctic Rescue at SeaWorld, which is a new coaster. New, right? It's yeah. new, yeah. But it is two not... Two years in a row. Huh? Two years in a row, though. That sea- two years in a row that SeaWorld San Diego is getting new coasters. Oh, yeah, no. They're so. just like, yeah. The chart is going up for them. They're just adding piece by piece yeah. to their park. They so, are. All good things coming towards uh, SeaWorld San Diego. In terms mm-hmm. of coasters and stuff. Um, and they're heading in the yeah. right direction. We just need more rides there. We got to just uh, let Shamu take it. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. The, yeah. the problem is they got that height limit there, but they're working around it by doing a bunch of intimate multi-launches, which is probably the best approach if you want to so. build out a coaster lineup while you can't go over 150 feet. But that's fine. Though. I think there's ways around it where they can make the interesting coasters. There are. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they're, they're, they're trying to do that at least. And I, I, I got to give props, even though yeah. they're a failing company, they're, mm-hmm. they're still investing money in the San Diego park. Yeah. Yeah. They are investing. They're, uh, they're on the come up. The thing is, though, they're, they're banking on it. They're banking on it. The thing is, when I went down, it, RT Rescue is not open yet until later this summer. And we're, we're seeing more and more of this. A lot of coasters that were set to open at the beginning yeah. of the season this year have been delayed. Uh, Zambezi Zinger, I think it's called, in Worlds of Fun is delayed. Possible rumors of a Wildcats Revenge delay. A lot of the new coasters for 2023 are uh, not open yet, even They're though not. there was promise of them being open this early. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't mind going back down to San Diego a uh, second time for Arctic Rescue because I, mm-hmm. I need to revisit SeaWorld. I need to just uh, get in touch again yeah. with... Uh, my aqua side, you know, mm-hmm. we aqua aqua coasters, but yeah, the only boys. Coaster, the one coaster that San Diego was always known for is Giant Dipper at Belmont mm-hmm. Park, the classic, the, the classic, classic. Mm-hmm. the classic Woody, and mm-hmm. lives up to the hype. It's one of the uh, more distinguished wooden coasters, at least on the West Coast, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. For like it, it has the classic West Coast pier park thing. I it think does. the one in Santa Cruz is, is, yeah, is more famous, but 
and all the traps are tightly packed together. So you're seeing turns you already ha- had done, like maybe uh-huh. a few seconds ago or something. So you're just seeing the traps all over again. It's kind of cool. disorienting yeah. at the same time. And it's like an old mm-hmm. style too, at least the ones they built in the 20s. Everything was more tightly compact. Yeah. Tracks uh, did just run smaller and just the amount of space you have between just the, the pillars next to you and the car itself mm-hmm. is minuscule. So you can really yeah. stick your hand out and just like hurt yourself immediately. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking the entire time, like if you're just really tall and you have like long limbs, like you can't like throw your hands up or anything. Mm-hmm. I was freaked out. There are just bars that you go under that look small, like low enough where uh-huh. you hands up, you just go like catch it and just be like a monkey bar. Like a, you're gonna like a head chopper. Yeah. yeah, it's like a James Bond movie. You can grab it and then you're just off the coaster hanging there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not advisable. Not advisable. No, don't try that at home, people. Yeah, mm-hmm. no one tried on my coaster. Thank God. Like, that's no, good. no that's dare double. Safety first. Yeah, um, no one was feeling lucky that day, but mm-hmm. it was a really fun ride, though, for how much you pay for it and just the. V- what does it cost to ride the Giant problem. Dipper? I mean, what does it cost? It was eight bucks. I mean, okay, that's not bad. For, not bad. That's cheaper than the coasters at Wildwood. It's half the price. It is right. That's like yeah. That's why I thought. Yeah, that's that's at this point that's good for a one ride on a pure coaster. That's like totally, a, yeah. that's a, those are like old school prices at this point. It is yes, they're pretty like antiquated in terms of just like having it under ten. So yeah, I, I, respect, I, I respect the hell out of that. I respect to move along. Yeah. I think most of those small like one coaster parks don't do that anymore. At least, I don't think they're charging for the thing they got. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they charge it. Up, yeah. Um. But I, I think it, it speaks to the market value of a wooden coaster that people will pay more to ride a steel coaster generally um, because they see right. it as like more modern, more intense or whatever. But they're wrong because a woody can really deliver incredible thrills. Mm-hmm. And the history behind this coaster is pretty incredible. I got pulled up here. Mm-hmm. I, we may have talked about this on the past one, but I don't mind revisiting it again. Uh-huh. So it starts out with Walter T. Barney. President mm-hmm. of the Mission Beach Coaster Company and operator okay. of the coaster since 1948, perished in a fire on February 14th, 1955. Walter was trapped in the engine room when it burned along with the loading area and several cars. Jesus. Yeah. He went. The, he was the only death, yeah. though? He was the only death, I think. Yeah. Huh. But he went down and with so the coaster. He went down with the coaster. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty symbolic. That's awesome. Uh, what a way to go. Yeah. There's something like there's something holy about that and like makes you believe totally. in higher power. To him to die with the coaster you built. And you're near the beach mm-hmm. too. It looks like a, probably looked like a movie scene. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? He's is just some like real like haphazardly built coaster, the first edition of it. You have mm-hmm. this guy who's just like banging away at it all day and then just mm-hmm. like, it catches fire. It's probably late at night, there's no one around. He's like he's going crazy with the coaster probably. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what was he doing? <laughs> what was he cooking? <laughs> what was he cooking? He's what was he doing in the engine room? He could like... be cooking beans. Yeah, he's probably making food or something <laughs> and going nuts or whatever. And then no one around. It's like when you choke by yourself, there's no one around to help you. He's probably working on the coaster by uh-huh. himself on the beach. So mm-hmm. there's like no one around. It's dark out. And like a fire just started. And he was trying to probably uh, save it. That's even crazier, too, that he was trying to save it because he went down with it. He was, it, it was his baby. It was he his baby. To. Yeah. He had to. He lived his entire life for like this moment too. It's almost crazy. To build like this mm-hmm. amazing coaster on the beach that's still around today, 
So he was probably right. Like he built some model that stood the test of time. Yeah, and he had to burn it's, down it's, first. Yeah, he had, he had to burn down the fire and then get to put the pieces mm-hmm. back together. Yeah. With those pier coasters, I feel like the business is like it makes sense, right? You build a functional coaster; it's yeah. good. In fact, most most of the wooden coasters built in the twenties, mm-hmm. honestly, just by the eye test, looking at drawings of them, because photos don't even exist in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. they look great. They yeah. like the cy- yeah. the cyclone lives on as another classic example yeah. of this kind of wooden pier coaster, and it's. I think California, despite New York being famous for it, California is the one that has two of these great ones from the 20s still right. operating. So, and they're that's both true, called yeah. Giant Dipper. So I, I assume that is true. I think I both assume this was like a copy York, of the other one. They do a good job of preserving the history of these kind of coasters. At mm-hmm. least uh, New York, they're like national like landmarks or whatever, so they can't tear them down. Like the city mm-hmm. puts money into them, so there's just no way that some developers could come and tear them down or whatever. And yeah. I think the same thing with San Diego. So we, like they yeah. had a partnership with SeaWorld, and I think uh, the uh, Belmont Park and Mission Beach, I think they probably get money or whatever. Like That's going to be there for a while. Okay. I think no one's going to come around and like reconfigure it or anything. But I, f- I feel like at this point, if you've got a wooden coaster still operating on the beach, as long as like it, this isn't a beach people stopped going to, it will probably oh, yeah. stick around in some oh, yeah. form. And the crowds Even if it means a total oh, yeah. rebuild. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. crowds in San Diego, they're a great uh, crowd city, too. Mm-hmm. You have a nice mix of everyone too. Like you had the you had a there were egger cuts out today. A lot of egger cuts when I was out. Okay, nice. The, uh, nice. Belmont Park, yeah. It was lovely mm-hmm. to see. Like I felt I felt right at home. Like it's now coaster season. We're back in our element. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, is everything was coming together for me. Like oh, I'm seeing egger cuts. I'm seeing like people, mm-hmm. like Route 66 merchandise and like stuff like Let's that. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's awesome too. Like uh, American Gothic. Route 66 stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. When you see that, you know, like you're in for a good day at the park. Like these people are going to like enjoy their ass off. Yeah. Cool. And I, I, I rush think off that. The, the pier park again is just a great thing. It's a shame. So many of them are overpriced. A lot of them are no longer with us, but it was a great idea. Like the original purpose of it still works, which is you go, you get the sea breeze, you, you feel just more comfortable and then there's stuff to do, you know, amusements and such. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the one at Santa Cruz is famous, though, right? Yeah, the Santa Cruz one is like really famous. It is that Giant Dipper to me, as like a you know a wooden coaster head. I feel like that Giant Dipper should be seen the same way the Cyclone is seen. It's kind of the West Coast equivalent, and I think this Giant Dipper in San Diego is basically just like it's like wow, there are two of them. That's so blessed. Like, it's I don't think they're the exact same ride, but they have the same name. They're from the same era, and I believe some of the same designers worked on them. I I don't think they're clones though. I think there is a difference in the layout because they're both kind of built into the space they have you know right and they're just um their namesakes they're part of the community almost it's like yeah people remember and it's, it's a, stories around them i mean it's an interesting yeah. time also like 1920s in california you know it wasn't california yet well, no you it know was like a, it, it was it was a, it was a different thing in san diego certainly like i don't know what the fuck san diego was san diego mexico was like yeah. <laughs> Basically, it was like ex-Confederates and just Southerners. Yeah, yeah. San Diego is a weird place compared to the rest of the. It's state. a weird. It's a weird place, but like I, 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 I enjoyed. Place. I like. I only went as a kid, but I liked San Diego. Yeah, I thought it was it's cool. changed a lot since what I just described it as. But yeah, so, obviously. But, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, all the but um, the races are gone. There. Yeah, I assume. I assume like most places, San Diego has changed since the 1920s. It has been yeah, 100 was, years. Yeah. <laughs> the people. Yeah, there's ancestors. Of those like mm-hmm. people there, you have ancestors, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. 
it's a big beautiful world now um yeah and, <laughs> and you know um i think just as a whole like california to me has a similar coaster setup to new jersey which is that your choice is basically the difference would be california has knots and and disneyland which are kind of its own thing and separate a little bit but if you're outside of southern california your choices tend to be kind of like uh going into the crowds at Six Flags or going with like not much coaster choice at a pier park. But I, I like that they kind of have that duality where it's like, are we going to the beach today for the coaster? Or are we going in, inland to the park for the coaster? Mm-hmm. No, they had different uh, like environments for their coasters. There's different mm-hmm. spots you can go and enjoy it. Like it's, some states don't have that variety, you know, they just have variety. like, they have their Six Flags park and that's, that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Cause even like, SeaWorld San Diego doesn't have like the same. Uh, there's a different spirit to it, I would say, because it's just mm-hmm. more corporate. It's just more put together. Of course, yeah, it's, more, it's, a, it's, it's a different park. Like, yeah, it's like you can have that same experience at the one in San Antonio for the most part. There's maybe some mm-hmm. differences with the coasters and stuff, but there's multiple uh, Sea Worlds around the country. With these smaller yeah, there's parks, three of them. So. All these small parks are different, and they have their own little like flavor to them. Even though they're all beach ones, like. Mm-hmm. They're similar, but they take the the feel of the town that they're in more. And, and this is local, another case. Yeah, yeah, you get more like local coaster fans and just people who are more attached mm-hmm. to like the specific one or two coasters at the parks for uh, like the small beach ones. Mm-hmm. I would say. And it's it's another case of the Knobles theorem, where if you don't have to pay admission, you have a better time. Oh, because definitely. You don't. You can just hang out. You can hang out around the coaster, and you didn't yeah. pay to do it. If you don't, if you only go on once, you only paid once, so yeah. it kind of feels fair. Yeah, if you're able to just hang out the park all day for free, then it's going to change <laughs> all the rides, and it's going to make them. It, that, yeah, that just it adds like plus fifty vibes, you know. Yeah. yeah, it just adds like a huge relief off your shoulders, so you're not like spending like totally it's relaxing. A huge pass or something it's mm-hmm. like it's well worth it totally yeah but uh it was a good first coaster to ride for the season though i want to start i think so that's a great way to start it off wooden coasters are the best mm-hmm. like, but my favorite like the really like small wooden ones that like there's a ton of speed behind them they're not those long drawn out wooden ones like small like wooden quick ones are great like that and i i, like, I, do don't, I don't i don't yeah. yeah, I don't have any of its info in front of me, but I know for the one in Santa Cruz that the coaster cars on it, like the trains, are not PTC. They're not Philadelphia Toboggan Company, the normal wooden coaster trains. So they have yeah. like sort of a unique look to them. They just like they look like something else. They're those. They're just they've got their own design. They're very yeah. both of those seem to be very unique rides. So no, it's so much fun. Uh, their own like style to them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a step back in time and in a way that's, you know, unlike uh, some of the other ways you can step back in time in a lot of other parks with wooden coasters. So it's, yeah. it's something truly unique. Yeah, it's really unique in that sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so that was my coaster experience. I will be done in San Diego soon, though. We'll have another like San Diego app where yeah. we'll figure something out fun for that where I can like. Yeah, yeah. Give it a rundown. I mean, we'll, the new looks. We'll get a, looks. Yeah, well, it, you know, if you, depending on the timing, we get a, a review of their their newest their newest ride, which seems to be very similar to the one they just built. Because uh, SeaWorld owns that also in Busch Gardens Williamsburg, which is 
Uh, the difference being, I think the SeaWorld San Diego one is just an outdoor coaster where the one in Busch Gardens Williamsburg was built like inside a big building so that they could have an indoor ride. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's not the same at all, really, but it's okay. I think it'd be fun. I think it's probably, it it seems like it's it's kind of like on the, what they're shooting for is like on the upper end of a family ride. And that's been a very popular thing for a lot of parks now because like it's a people pleaser. Like basically everybody, like it's, there are enough thrills that like somebody who wants to ride roller coasters of all sorts will go on them. But then like they're, that like people who aren't really roller coaster people might get on it so it, it's the, that's a big thing is the multi-launching uh family coaster of sorts mm-hmm. i feel like the other multi-launch do you have like other multi-launch ones in front of you hold on let's see uh is i know at SeaWorld san diego they already have another oh. one which is um uh manta i think manta yes that's the one manta and then let me see just manta and then and... there's eel one right yeah electric eel i guess doesn't count as a multi-launch because it's just the same launch area like the same lsms you just swing through them it's a swing launch i guess you could classify it as Mm -hmm. but as we've discussed multiple times on this podcast uh if you have an opportunity to ride a skyrocket too especially if you're in a place that's not really blessed with coasters they tend to be in like weirder smaller parts Mm -hmm. great coaster great top-notch thrills hang time great ride yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, Arctic Rescue would be the next like family launch coaster they have. That'll be like the second yeah. launch one. Yeah, and I think Intamin has done a really good job with those in the past. They have a Cheetah Hunt at Busch Gardens Tampa, which is also kind of it's a little bit more intense, a little bit bigger, a little bit okay. of a faster launch, but it's the same idea, which is basically this isn't a ride that like. A ten-year-old is going to be terrified to get on, and you know, grandma might go on it too. So it's a, uh, <clears throat> it's it, it's a people pleaser and a people eater. So it helps if you're only into big thrills for those rides to exist because they eat up some of the people that would be in line for some of the other rides anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah, it will just speed up the whole process of it. As long as they have good capacity, which Intamin generally is not super amazing at, but that's okay because I get the sense that they're kind of figuring that out over time unsure but we'll mm-hmm. see i think based on your report it sounds like lines at SeaWorld san diego can be pretty bad so hopefully more rides just spreads their the the coaster goers out a little bit and helps that situation right it just makes it uh a more like a smoother transition almost yeah i mean it, you got to have options if you, you don't have give to, people yeah. options a park like SeaWorld has people coming in the door for fucking Shamu. They might ride a coaster, but maybe not. You know, yeah, like, they've got a lot of people in the park. Yeah. I think it's just animals. I think they're neck and neck now, but animals could be, like, the biggest it, trouble, so. but Yeah, I mean, they're, it's, it's they're, they're obviously moving away from it. But it, I, I kind of feel like SeaWorld San Diego, like, is it even a crime if they just... Good, but... If they capture a few sea lions, is that even really a crime, though? Like, those things yeah. are everywhere, right? They are, yeah. Like, in San Diego, they're all I guess over it's, the place. Yeah, it's like it's not really that special to see one. I guess in a park, though, because you mm-hmm. can like just go to the beach and they're there. Oh, also, totally, yeah. and I love sea lions. It's man. so funny that they're, there is they're such they're such big fat assholes. Like yeah. I, I respect the hell out of them for for just being big and fat and slapping each other in the face and yeah. like, bothering people. It's awesome. Oh, totally, dude. They'll take over a beach in like ten seconds. They'll just like come mm-hmm. and just like. What are you gonna do? That that thing weighs like a thousand pounds. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> and you're not going to do shit to that. It'll jump out of the yeah. water and it'll waddle. Like, and then they can, yeah, they can do that waddle thing. Yeah. <laughs> it can waddle anywhere. It's the best waddler in the animal kingdom, I would say. Like, obviously, yeah, dynamic quite a bit waddling. Faster. Yes. Quite a bit faster in the water, but in the water, know, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. But on land, though, it is like. It's like guarding the beach and stuff, where it feels like, oh, I got to pick cubs or something. Like it can. The thing is like seven it. feet long. Like of yeah. course it can, you know, it can, it can mosey itself. Like it's got long strides. Yeah, <laughs> that's just so funny. Though. It's, not, it's just like he's barely. He's like moving back and forth, but he's just covering. He'll get to you in like a few seconds easily. Um, I've seen. So uh, I've never seen a sea lion take over a beach, but when I was in oh, Hawaii, I saw. I'll send, I'll send you a one video. Their, one of there's, there's a video. Of uh, like maybe five sea lions all attacking this one beach in San Diego, which is it was kind of mm-hmm. the one in near Sea World. I think it's in La Jolla. And oh yeah, that's that I, one. Yeah, that's yeah. Real close. And yeah. you see people. It's just a mob of people running all over the place. They have no idea what to do. <laughs> they're they're boxing by the rocks on like the side. Like there's only one stairwell going up. <laughs> so they're just trapped. It's like the fucking animal inferno. Like animal. Uh, that rule. Yeah, that rule. And it's a sea nature is, Can you imagine like nature a is rising up? <laughs> it rose up that day. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. I think everyone was fine. I feel like and oh, I'm sure. I guess yeah. We'll just say for the pot's sake that everyone lived. I, but I feel like I would have heard about it if that happened, and like the sea lion also like ate a kid. You know, <laughs> he ate a kid. He takes <laughs> one bite. He <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like hum- I don't think they'd want to like. I really don't think they'd want to eat a person, but I think they'd no. bite a person if they felt like they needed to, you know? I like to imagine it that we'll talk in English and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, it takes a bite. Like, <laughs> apologizes. Or, yeah. Or, like, he'll look very innocent. It's like... The, well, they could do that because it's they're like, dogs. It's like basically. when a shark bites you but doesn't want you, really. It's like, oh, like, mm-hmm. it tastes bad. Like, a sea lion attacks you and it tastes bad to you. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you taste bad. <laughs> yeah. But you're in searing pain or something. Like, you just took a huge chunk out of you. Yeah, I mean those those are big chompers. They're huge, right? Imagine like a small one, like a little baby one, or like they're a, babies. Yeah, a baby can still like bite the shit out of you. There's it's a baby all... is basically just like a big scary dog, and like the adults are like beasts. Yeah, it is stronger than a dog. <laughs> like a, a a wild sea lion cub or something. Like the squirming. They're called they're called sea lions, but exactly. they're basically like sea. They're like sea bears. Like they're they're just like yeah. They're just these big fucking canoid things. Like it's like it, it mm-hmm. like seeing seals. I saw a pack of Atlantic gray seals off the coast of uh, Massachusetts once, oh. and they were just like, like, like basically like they're swimming, but they were like running like a pack of dogs. I was like, oh my god, they're just that, that's that's just those are just dogs running around, but they swim. It's it was <laughs> sick. Oh yeah, the same like paddling motion and everything. Like they're they're so cute. I love seals and sea they're, lions. They're great yeah. creatures. They're cute little animals for sure. They look so innocent all the time. They're just like they're, have they're, fun. They're around. They're cute, like oh, the way a dog or a bear is cute. But they're also oh, so just like big, beast. powerful beasts. Also, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a good like duality. You know, just like mm-hmm. you're a beast, but then oh, you're, like you're also like kind of cute with it or something. You know, that's yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. That's you got the entire canoid family is yeah. They're, they're like you can, beasts, but they're kind of yeah. cute. You can fuck my shit up, but like you're looking like kind of cute, right? But now. Yeah. Like, aww, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like those kind of animals, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're going to kill me as an animal, you should just, like, look good, you know? Or, like, have some appeal. Like, should... oh. Yeah. People yeah. should like you as a beast if you're going to kill me. Like, people like bears, sea lions. Mm-hmm. 
or other likable shark. I mean, sharks, I guess. Sharks are always like people are people kind of hate sharks. I got to be honest. They don't really, people they, who are like fascinated all, by them. Have you met a person who's like they really love sharks? Like, I never do one, but like, sharks. I can imagine that. Yeah, no, they're an interesting bunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are right, like, sharks are cool though, but it's like. They're, they're, they're cool, but like cool. I think most people are afraid of them. Definitely. They're like dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, not, they're not an animal dolphins. I would befriend, or just like, oh, I'm gonna love mm-hmm. sharks forever, whatever. Like sharks are like really awful. <laughs> like I, great like, whites and stuff. Can you imagine seeing like a great white like in a boat or something? Like I like, like, yeah. Kill I, it. <laughs> it like I, swims up I, to you or something, or just like you just want to like get away from it as fast as you can, like. Honestly, fishing in a in a boat out at sea is probably a chance where you could see one because oh, totally. they're attracted to all the chum and shit. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the bait that got bitten off by one fish, mm-hmm. the fish you're catching, like there's there's blood coming out of the boat. Like mm-hmm. deep sea fishing is pretty violent and the blood is definitely going to, you know, if they're, if they're around, you'll see them. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you're going to get the full brunt of it with mm-hmm. the shark. He's gonna swim to the boat. Imagine you like taps, like you're in like a little like uh, fishing boat, and like a shark, like a big mm-hmm. great white, is like to him, it like he nudgingly taps the boat, but like you rock back and forth. Mm-hmm. Just like a huge beach is moving gracefully around the water, but then you're just stuck in that. And to mm-hmm. you, it's like you're just getting rocked all over the place, or like it's really just like weird. I don't know, but you ever you ever seen one at the beach? <sighs> I have seen, I feel like I've seen, like, a shark fin before. I've never seen, like, a shark, like, in a boat, like, in uh, No, you, like, seeing it is seeing the fin. No, seeing, oh, yeah, I've seen that fin, I feel like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've seen, I, yeah, I've I, seen I, But I've never been, like, I saw one. Friends and, like, oh, I've gone up close and, like, you can see one, like, mm-hmm. 10 feet away or something. I've never done that. But. I don't, I don't think that's a realistic expectation, but yeah. I, I've seen. Having seen uh, what was probably a pretty routine bull shark in the Delaware Bay, I can say like, those are, you know, they're like the shitty version of Great Whites. They have, kind of have the same build, but they're just a little smaller. It's still like, man, that it was that in the Delaware like, Bay. Okay. That's sick. Yeah, in the Delaware Bay, <laughs> they they um they go there a lot because it's Dude. pretty warm actually, and I guess they like Philadelphia poop because that's mostly like, what's that's in the just, Delaware Bay. They got sharks. <laughs> that's insane. I forgot. That's so crazy. Yeah, uh, fishing there is a great place to fish yeah. because even though it's kind of hard to cast in a lot of the places, there's some little, like, um, it's like a river delta, basically, down right. sea breeze. Yeah, um, and, yeah, it's like towards Delaware. A yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's very, like, it feels a lot like Virginia or something, like Tidewater. Like, it's it's kind of uh, marshy and shit like that. Right. But um, it's, it's deserted. There really are not people in that part of the country. Mm. It's strange. There's this very, very empty... You'll see crabbing boats come by. Um, you'll see exercises from uh, the local Air Force base. I saw a, um, I believe it was a C four. No, I don't. I don't remember. I forgot a lot of my plane knowledge that I knew last year. But I saw one of the massive, um, like uh, four engine, like military transport planes, like just like flying in circles around the bay. There's a nuclear plant you can see, but there's not a lot of people, so the fishing is pretty good. Um, but you, it's wild. You know, like you're seeing sharks. I've heard of divers go out there there's a couple artificial reefs yeah. by the mouth of it and they've seen um ocean sunfish you know about those ocean sunfish oh those yeah are they're huge are they big yeah they're like flat but they're huge oh, they're I've... like oh they're like 10 feet around dude there's a video of this like another video i'm gonna tell you to watch 
there's this guy, there's this Bostonian guy who saw a stonefish or a sunfish, I mean. He, mm-hmm. he had no idea what it was. And he probably well, saw like <laughs> or whatever. He's like, holy fucking cow, dude. What the hell is this? That fish is yeah, they're, so they're crazy. Flat. Yeah. They're crazy. <laughs> they're, they're crazy. Yeah. They're they're really big. And apparently, uh not the mola mola, the big ocean sunfish itself, but smaller variants are actually eaten in a lot of places, including Japan. So you can eat them if you know how to process the fish. But there's a lot of good eating on the on the giant ocean sunfish. So true anglers will be reeling those in this summer. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's why a great catch, right? Getting a sunfish. I mean, I I don't know what line in the world could haul in something that heavy, but like, <laughs> if heavy you can do it. Sunfish, if yeah. you can do it, you know, power Three to people. you. Yeah, like you have a huge crew or whatever. It's like gonna catch a sunfish today, or whatever. I don't I don't know what they eat, like if they would <laughs> even take bait. Like I, I don't know. But yeah, like, I sound pretty stupid right now with my sunfish. I'm pretty sure you can eat them though. So if you, you can, can figure out a way to get it, they I believe they might be an endangered species. It's not that cool of you to do, but if you're really like, you know, kind of a, a psycho, you could try to catch one and eat one. They're oh, yeah. they're harmless and they're they're very soul creatures, so for sure, yeah. Just be like, be a baller about it, and just be like, I'm just gonna kill mm-hmm. this. There'll be another one out there someday, or out <laughs> there in the world. Yeah. And like, get that rare I mean, meat. Get that rare fish meat. Fishing is a, a dirty and violent hobby, which is why I've elected to instead ride roller coasters in the summer rather than go down to sea <laughs> and occasionally catch a skate and struggle to remove the hook from its weird, flat, like fucking yeah. manta ray kind of mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, they're weird. weird. Yeah, that's that's all you really catch if you suck at it, because uh, you know they're they're around. There's plenty of them. You got horseshoe crabs too, but um, yeah, there's 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 lots of delights out there in nature. But if that's not your thing, you know, riding a roller coaster just as valid of a way to spend the summer. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's as good. You know, I think it, it's better. It's, it's better. Just, I can say better. having done both, riding it's a roller coaster. So, what's the old saying? Like, a, a bad day fishing beats a good day at the office? Well, a bad day at the roller coaster park actually also beats a good day fishing. Yeah. They're both comparable uh, extracurricular activities, you know, or hobbies to have. Mm-hmm. One might be better than the other. Coasters are better than fishing. I, I think coasters are better, but yeah. I, I fishing is great, and fishing is fun. It's oh, yeah. just also frustrating, just, and, oh, that's my thing. you know, is it a coaster? You gotta, you gotta, yeah, we can. it's a coaster podcast. We gotta, we gotta side with coasters hobby over here. fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're elite hobbyists, in a sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think our listeners should know the elite that hobbyists. Now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We are. Yeah, our listeners are for sure. You're listening to us right now, then you're an elite hobbyist of whatever you like to be a hobby is. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, wherever your hobby is or interests. Yeah. But um, because <laughs> they're a lifestyle too, you know. They are. They're yeah. they're completely a lifestyle, and yeah, they're they're part of nature. That's what we're going over here. <laughs> they're, um, <laughs> they're tied into nature in some way. Well, they're, they're man's creation. Man is nature himself. So they're yeah. they're a reflection of of man of nature's most fucked up being, which is man. But mm-hmm. they 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 are in a transitive sense. They are yep. nature. Yep. And wood and steel come from the earth in some way. In some what ways, yeah, wood more more directly, I guess, than wood, steel. Wood is more direct. Yeah, exactly. A... <laughs> but still, um, compounds are found in nature to build steel to make a, a track, you know. But yeah, I feel like um, 
I've, I've been thinking a lot about the the comparison between uh, roller coasters and and music, right? Like yeah. oh, how yeah. so like a song you listen to a song and it's the uh-huh. same song you play it like you listen to it, your friend listens to it, some other person listens to it, you all listen to the same thing. Yeah, you all share you have the an same opinion song. on this. Yeah. on this on the same same thing and it might hit you different ways and there are parts of it you like and parts of it someone else likes and parts you don't like you know that's uh-huh. that's the nature of it and a roller coaster i think is pop music because it is not meant to be enjoyed by just some small group of people although some coasters are maybe a little more indie than others i think in general they're they're for the masses and they it's are. the same uh, is they're like like many pop songs they're basically like made and designed to like maximize pleasure and enjoyment at their best yeah. out of the and, most people too is appealing to the most people in terms of the enjoyment mm-hmm. yeah which a coaster is mm-hmm. in a theme park in general is uh they're trying to create as many rising attractions to get the most people and create the most popularity around it so there's definitely they're, they're, the connection and they're they're you know they're paced differently also right like you've got yeah. slow songs you've got slow coasters ones that end really fast um ones that take a long time that are like more exploratory yeah. you know like like something like the beast you know that's like one of those like tracks from the 70s where like there's just like a lot of like soloing and it's like part one part two it's like a prog rock song right but then like something like um you know uh like um millennium force which is also a long ride i feel like that one is totally like that's like a house track where they bring the chorus back like in the hook back like 15 times and it's like a dance edit and it just keeps going on and on and on right but it's like all high intensity yeah yeah yeah. it's like in a house song like the the dj let it run the beat right a little bit yeah totally people are feeling it yeah it goes with the flow of how Mm -hmm. club you listen to music and the dj might switch it up a bit like a song you could remix and like play around with in like a party environment but then something like and and they're very in they're, they evoke their the time in which they were constructed also like good pop music does like they you ride it and you're like you know it's like if it's a coaster from the 80s it's a trip back to the 80s the same way that like you know like a new way the fucking, it's like listening to the human league you know if you're yeah. riding a coaster from 1981 or whatever mm-hmm. um or like but Fox something like you know then, yeah like um like magnum xl at cedar point is like that's the hair metal coaster to me right. it's like so perfect from that late 80s era You're right. it's like it has it's like attitude. two yeah it has an attitude it's yeah. like it's it's like uh too kind of like big and overblown for what it is and it like it's got this sort of like off the rails energy but it's kind of dated and quaint now like we've done more extreme things than that like you know a guy sticking his tongue out and being like wow i love women is not really like the pinnacle of of cool and edgy anymore but like it still stands you you can connect with the time when it was Mm -hmm. and then like a great like maybe it's not hair metal but like a dumbass rock song like you know something like panama by van halen like it kind of reminds me of that where it's just like you know you're just like it, like those airtime hills that's like a you know a killer riff you know oh totally yeah like it will just hit you when that part comes in like you're just anticipating it's, it yeah. yeah yeah it's like, it's it's a mag all day magnum is a kind of uh it's kind of a coked up coaster in my opinion magnum is for sure yeah and all and tomato mm-hmm. five is too i think all these uh huge drop ones they just tap into that uh uh like energy like built up mm-hmm. but yeah I feel like Intimidator 305 is like fully into just like that's just like that's like a metal song that crossed over just because metal was big but didn't really also like 
Intimidator is like a failure of a ride in terms of being popular. Like apparently there's not much of a line for it ever. So I feel like that's like, a, I don't know. It's like after it was all, you know, like Intimidator, I don't know. It would be hard to place it as a genre because it's like really <laughs> intense, like too intense to be something that's just pop. Like it's almost like, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I'm struggling to think of a, a song that would really be like Intimidator, but it's like, it, it's kind of dated in like the way it's done. It's like, you know, it's millennium force, but there's a twist to it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's a hard one to place. Maybe it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I keep going back to thrash metal from the way it seems to feel, but I guess I'd have to ride it to really give a uh, genre of what coaster Intimidator 305 is. When I think of thrash metal, I really think of like those old parks in like Western Pennsylvania. Um, mm-hmm. Was it, what's one of those? Like Kennywood? Kennywood. Yeah. I think of Kennywood. I think of like thrash metal, like punk. That's like, minute long songs or something like really okay well like your two minute long song like a punch in the face that's a that's that's a launch a launch coaster is like that genre i think of like a a quick hitting punk or like um like a modern like soundcloud rap kind of song it's like a minute 50 like it's like you know but the roughness uh, of it yeah it's like it's also jarring but there's like a rough like beat to it almost or just feel we love old coasters like there's like bumps and turns where you're going fast you're on the track, but you're kind of rocking around a bit. It's not as I feel like and as uh like transition base as like other. No, yeah, the transitions are 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 uglier. They're ugly. I think it, to me, I see that as like production values like of the past not being up to our modern standards and like lo-fi recordings, that kind of stuff. Like roughness on a ride is like how lo-fi a song would be. Right. No, that's a good point. Um, I would say uh, Sea World San Diego is like yacht rock terms of the park yeah totally yeah. totally like and a lot of like um like fast the, the rides aren't like rock, though. yeah yeah it would yeah you're right it's it i guess it's, you know what if i had to make a comparison like i don't know if they're fully yacht rock but like journey you know it's like okay. these like kind of crowd pleasing like really pop heavy um these kind of songs it's like yeah they're like they're rock but like it's so pop that it's hard to even still call it that like it's right. like it's about it's about fun for the whole family oh you know? totally yeah and like, depending on all the listeners like Journey, and I, I think Journey is good, but it's like other bands better than Journey in terms of. The music. I completely agree. Yeah, I yeah. Completely yeah. agree. I, I, I think Journey is super overrated. Yeah, and yeah. It's a Kind of, it's like honestly, even at passe to say it at this point, but like I don't <laughs> really like. Don't stop believing. Like I don't like that song. It's not good. I, no, it's not. I don't. I can't think of a coaster that's "Don't Stop Believing" like a really overrated ride, but I'll try to I'll yeah. try to mull that one over. That's good though. Like all these coasters are performing well that we're not comparing it to uh, "Don't Stop Believing," you know? Yeah, I I haven't ridden the "Don't Stop Believing" coaster yet. The ride yeah. that like everybody seems to love, and that for me is just like this does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. It just leaves you like high and dry. You just want more like thrill, more um, like energy out of it. Like, but it, it leaves you a, a little less. A little less flourish, you know, like journeys always it's like, it's like, come on, what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, it's, just get to the point. Mm-hmm. Like a little over the top, right. like get to uh, the good part. Mm-hmm. Just doing the like, I'm not a music guy, but just like the guitar shit or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like unnecessary soloing and shit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just like off. I feel like, uh, it, you know, my, my philosophy on pop music is bring that bring that chorus back one more time. And I feel like doing that on a coaster is giving you like one last set of airtime hills at the very end. Like, if you don't give me that, like I am docking points. I'm just going to let you know. Oh, yeah. No, it goes down in our scorecard. We've got. 
Yeah. If we've got speed to burn off, let me let me enjoy that speed. Let's let's yeah. let's let's hit some airtime hills on the back end of this. Mm-hmm. Thing. Like, this is a test here. Don't hold back. Like, let us know how much mm-hmm. you have. Yeah. This is where it can't. Like, uh, you can't just like you know breaks on us. Like, I feel like uh, going over airtime hills hits like uh, you know good harmonies in a song or something. Like, it just like sends that tingle down your spine. Oh no! It will send like a whole rush down like your whole body though. It's like the initial like. like uh, you go out the, uh, the coaster yeah like riding a um a, a pier coaster on the beach is kind of like listening to a beach boys song you know like with the like pleasant harmonies and it's like it's a it's a fun time but it's not like the pinnacle of extreme or thrills by any means but it's yeah. like it, you know it takes you to takes you to a certain place and like hits you just right sometimes mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of like a really smooth coaster in that sense like it's smooth but also like thrilling because that would describe um for sure i mean certainly the thing is that a lot of the smooth coaster net coasters now are launch coasters, and I feel like you know something like a uh, Velocicoaster coaster or something like that is like a you know it's like a very sleek modern pop song, like it's like Dua Lipa or something, you know, like it's fun and like everybody can acknowledge that, and it has like a ton of acclaim, but it's also like it, the the strength of it is basically in just like how digestible it is, and that like pretty much anyone can enjoy it. Right, it's just like. It's for everyone essentially. And that's what pop music is and what this coaster would be about. It's like it has all the elements that like most mm-hmm. coaster fans would like. And it's just in like well, that's, yeah. it's right park right that's, yeah. That's the other thing, is like elements, you know, there's elements in music also, like um, you know, like uh I feel like like a breakdown in like, you know, you think of like a new metal song that's like a like a pretty forceful Titan version or something. I don't know. Like I feel like there, there's a, there's a lot of stuff in music you can do to like, like a key change, you know, like that's like flipping from being one side up to the other side down, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like you weren't necessarily seeing that coming. We just, we just brought it up a key. Oh, totally, yeah. It's like it just changes uh, the tone of it almost. Mm-hmm. The coaster. So okay. yeah, basically, I'm, I'm interested if any of the, the coaster chat listeners want to want to hit us up and let us know yeah. if a certain coaster reminds you of a certain song. I'm, I'm trying to make all these connections. Yeah. Song so. or band. That works too. Yeah, either way. That, yeah, band, artist, whatever it is. But like, even a just genre, like I, I love this. This is what has been yeah. scratching my brain itch yeah. of late. Like what would be the corn coaster? What's the coaster mm. corn? So it's got to be from the golden era, right? Because I, I like matching the era. Yeah. The it has to be a late 90s, possible. early 2000s. A late 90s kind of coaster. Yeah. Um. A corn coaster. Uh, I feel like something like a B and M floorless coaster, like something <laughs> like Medusa at Six Flags uh, Great Adventure or um, Hydra: The Revenge at Dorney Park would be kind of a new metal style coaster. Okay. They sort of tend to have like extreme branding. Like for example, for example, on Medusa, there's like flames that shoot up. I feel like that's kind of new metal. Like it's a little more hair metal, but like you get what I mean. Like it's like whoa, bet you weren't expecting that. This rock song has turntables going on in it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, um, it throws you for a loop there for a second, you know. Oh, it does, yeah, and it's it's great. So I I love Bizarro, and mm-hmm. it's not my favorite, but I like it, and that's kind of how I feel about a lot of new metal in general, which is yeah. like it's not you, my favorite genre, yeah. but I've I've come to really appreciate it. Exactly, that's what music's all about, right? It's like you expand your mm-hmm. taste, and you appreciate certain types of stuff along the way. Yeah. All right, so going off this band, let's do System of a Down. We'll just do new metal ones right now. Okay, so System of a Down, I feel like, is just, like, a little more goofy. So I would say they're, like, uh, I don't know, maybe they're not goofier than Korn. They might have been more serious. 
I think it's the same thing. I think basically all new metal is a B and M floorless coaster, pretty much any kind. Good point. It should be a floorless the, one. The, the floorless is your, the. Or the that's like, just uh, the new metal. Coaster. Or Tatsu or a Magic Mountain where you're laying like okay, a flying coaster. Flying so coaster. I yeah. see. It really has to okay, like so jar that, you and like shake you up a bit in terms of like how you're positioned. Yeah. yeah. So flying coaster like Tatsu, that's an interesting one. I yeah. think that's like um. I don't know. That that it would be like maybe a different. It's more extreme, but it's also more like dreamy, you know, because you're flying. Like I feel like it has like a like That's a slightly true. different quality to it because of the position you're in. I don't see it necessarily as like it's not like it is more in your face, I guess, in a literal sense. But I think it's like a more obtuse way to approach a coaster is to like do the flying thing. <laughs> but that's like the most extreme of it. I don't know. Like Tatsu, I feel like is not necessarily like the people pleaser coaster either like i feel like there are people that won't ride it because it's like too intense or whatever mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say something like tatsu uh that's i feel like tatsu is maybe more of like a i don't know like that's a hard one to quantify i i think that that one is i guess i could sort of see it as like a like a crossover um hit with like rap in the time before that was like super acceptable or common to do like a pop rap thing with like a rap a pop song with a rap verse in it or something i don't know I, i'm kind of struggling with tatsu but i i feel like there's something there where it's like it's not it's not your most expected approach on it um mm-hmm. and definitely something that some people would would deem unsavory yeah you might be some uh not everyone might be a fan of the coaster you say or yeah yeah, okay. Also, I just brain blast for System of a Down X2 at Magic Mountain. That's the System of a Down coaster because it's just cra- it's just craziness. That like is- it's um it's like it's you know, it's flipping you upside down in all these different ways and I feel like their whole thing was like we're trying to blow some minds here at System of a Down. Like you're going to you're going to like be, you know, stomping and chanting and moshing along to this shit and your weird big ni- late 90s early 2000s like leather cloak kind of vibe, but you're going to yeah. be, you know, you're going to be going hard. We're blowing your minds. They did that album where they were like, steal this album. I feel like X2 has sort of that, like, uh, fuck the system kind of attitude. The system no, X2 is going at. hard into paint in terms of uh, mm-hmm. what kind of coaster it is in general. So they're getting definitely being uh, compared to that one for sure. And the LA connection is undeniable. Also, definitely, yeah, that, that plays a very, very, very LA band. Got to pick an LA coaster for them. So I think yeah. that settles it. X2 is the system of a down coaster. That's a good match for it, I would say. That's a good, like, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, um, what about rap? Yeah, I think it's easier. To, yeah, rap, rap. So I think, like, um, definitely, like, when it comes to rap, I feel like rap would be, like, I almost feel like there's a connection of like inverted coasters are kind of like rap because they're in people that will just dismiss them entirely. Like I have friends who are like, Oh, I won't go on a coaster where my feet dangle. So like, I feel like there have less obviously now in 2023, but throughout history, there've been a lot of people that were like, Oh, I just won't listen to that rap stuff. You know? And I feel like the, uh, there are fewer of them now than there used to be, but they're still out there. And I think that's a, so an invert, a B&M inverted coaster or an inverted coaster of any time kind maybe is like rap or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. that'd be a good one i'm trying to think of um like genres of rap like different subgenres. yeah i like, mean like I, yeah like i guess if you like dismiss that if you gave me an artist i could probably try to nail a coaster down to them but um with uh with just rap. a genre it, yeah genre is tough yeah like southern rap 
in terms of like chopping screwed slow stuff, but mm. kind of um, melodic. So like, yeah, or trippy. Yeah. So like, I mean, like, screwed coaster. That would, yeah. I guess, or like a trill coaster. A coaster that goes in reverse at any point could, I guess, maybe be like kind of a chopped and screwed coaster because it's like we're, 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 and like you're, you know, you're going backwards. Or one like, where um, you're air kind of you're twisting around, kind of. Yeah, that little like one yeah. Thing where I think slow down like, like a, a, a touch your keel. Yeah, like a vacoma vacoma boomerang. I guess could be like the chopped and screwed coaster. Mm-hmm. Or you, so, you go like, through it forwards and then you go through it backwards. It's kind of like you know, it's 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 like a little trippy, but it's also this kind of. uh you know, it's still sort of like thrilling. It's still hard. It's an intense coaster, so there's there's some of that to it. You know, mm-hmm. no, I definitely uh, would fit the bill in terms of just like uh, comparisons and stuff in terms of like how the music sounds and mm-hmm. experience. And then like, I'm trying to think, what would be a good rapper to choose for this? Like, uh, one I guess you could like. Uh, try to tackle would be like what's like the kanye coaster right? well i was gonna like, say that is... i want to pick, make kanye the first one but we can do but, kanye coaster. but like what what is what is the kanye coaster it's a very hard question to answer and you know i i think i'm the man to, to try yeah. to tackle this yeah I, we can try to decipher I, I, this yeah we got i feel like uh it could be it could be raging bull at six flags great america obviously the chicago connection but i think also in that that is a coaster that maybe didn't it didn't necessarily break any records but it's longevity in terms of like people still fucking with it and i know we're gonna you know a lot of people would say oh i don't listen to kanye anymore i think a lot of people are liars and i think a lot of them still do definitely um and i i feel like raging bull it doesn't have kanye's controversy but it kind of reminds me like first two kanye albums or so that's like that's raging bull there's some history like later kanye something a little more experimental maybe exactly yeah but there's some like legacy behind it there's some like built-in good it's, history it's like and it holds up enjoy. it holds up you holds know like up well. college dropout and and late registration they hold up they're not perfect but they hold up because raging bull will be around forever i don't think that's the only way anything mm-hmm. people always enjoy it and take something away from it that they can hold on to at least like in terms of the ride and all so yeah but so i think that that it has bravado too, as a as a ride. Yeah, and yeah. we'll always enjoy the old Kanye in terms of that sense, in terms of like his first few. Mm-hmm. So it's like that makes sense. That it would be a coaster that's from the golden era. And it's it's like yeah, it's a it's no, people pleaser. I believe. Huh. I don't know the I don't know the exact year on Raging Bull, but I think it's early two thousands, which seems kind of right. You know, like mm-hmm. for like being the the early Kanye coaster. I'm struggling to think of like what like you know a Yeezus coaster would be. I don't really mm-hmm. know. Maybe like some ride in Japan. You know, like one of the really crazy extreme Japanese rides they have, mm-hmm. um, like a Dodo Donpa or something. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, it's Raging Bull is early Kanye, at least. For sure, yeah. That's a good comparison, I would say. Um, and then I would say, like, you know, um, like, yeah, it, it's tough because, like, I do also kind of feel like the hypers in general, the B&M hypers, like, those are, like, just kind of, like, these perfect, like, they're, they're like, perfect 2000s pop songs, you know? Like, most of those were built in the late 90s and 2000s. I feel like they're kind of, like, they're, like, Britney Spears or, like, um, you know, um, like, a, like, even the lesser ones, maybe more like a Kesha or something, you know, like that's oh, like kind of like fun, high energy, kind of like 2000s party music. 
but it's like pop and it's a girl singing and it's kind of pleasing, you know. Yeah. And it was like a, a lighting bulb in terms of like culture. Like that was a real moment and it kind of feels like yes. people enjoyed it for that time and they got so much out of it in terms of like mm-hmm. it goes fast. You might not remember all of it in terms of like the different terms. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. You might not remember individual airtime hills because they're just giving you that, that thing you yeah. want over and over again. But it's like such a sugar rush to listen, yeah. to, listen to it. It's a blur know? of enjoyment. That's what I would like to describe. Yeah. It. yeah. It's all kind so, of – yeah. You're just trying to take it all in as much as you can. So my, I would say my favorite hyper, and I think the timeline on this lines up pretty well, Nitro, that would be like Hit Me Baby One More Time. Oh, that's good. You know, just like this, this perfect late 90s bit of like ultra-produced pop. Mm-hmm. And it's like really well, it's like well-produced. It's like um, good beat, like layering or something. Yeah, it's just, it's it's like, it's like it's technically well perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Technically so, it's good. <coughs> um, well, there are comparisons. Try to... But then like something like a wooden coaster is like something that's a little nostalgic. You know, like a oh. newer wooden coaster would like, I feel like, like yeah, it's like rock music. Yeah, it's like it's like those bands that like try to recreate like a classic sound and like yeah. there's some degree of success with that sometimes I think or like harkening back to another era in some way. Mm-hmm. Um like uh you know like um I've been thinking about it a lot cuz Derek Putin uh, has tweeted about it repeatedly over the last couple months. Um the song uh, I believe in a thing called love by the darkness. <laughs> um do you know that one? Yeah, I know like really cheesy I like 80s so wannabe song. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like, the, uh, like some, uh-huh. some new new wooden coasters are kind of like that, where it's like it's clearly trying to remind you of something older, but it's oh. you, like you're get you're getting an enjoyment from remembering that, and it like it does enough that's kind of new feeling and fresh yeah. that like it, it still feels like its own thing. They're trying to rebuild the magic of what the original wooden coasters were. They can't compare it to yes, it. yeah. Oh, um, a, but then some, it's a great song like, something for it, yeah. <laughs> something like a, a Rocky Mountain construction hybrid, I think, with the wooden frame and the steel track is like putting a new spin on like an older sound. And I, I always that was the start of this thought process really years ago was that those rides are so much like something like Tame Impala to me, where it's like this band was shooting for something that's obviously like a 60s uh, psychedelic thing, but they're using modern technology to like have the bass be deep and to like have it like feel like you know something like that works on a modern set of speakers you know it's not trying to have an old sounding sound it's just it's old in terms of the way it's constructed and like the things it's evoking like bad quality the way like something older would be you know it's not rough the way a wooden coaster would be no it's um it would be like there's smooth out the edges with it so you're not gonna do that rocky yeah that's an older one where it's like you might yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that feeling like, you're gonna go off the tracks. You're not gonna have that at all with a newer wooden coaster, which takes away. From yeah, like, coaster. like if you're uh, like a classic wooden coaster would be like the compared to it would be like, like listening to like I don't know, like uh, the Birds or something. You know, like it's like that right. like classic like late '60s psychedelia thing. Um, but then like the 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 RMC is like the just the modern take on that. Like, uh, exactly, you know, yeah. whether. If it's got more inversions, maybe it starts to verge into like an animal collective kind of thing where it's like it's it reminds you of that only in one part of it, but it's like really doing things that you would never expect the older version of that to have. Like, you know, the Beach Boys weren't making weird electronic flushing noises and shit, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they're experimental sound for that era back then, you know, 
and like some some of those RMCs are kind of experimental, you know, yeah. like they they're 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 putting in inversions that don't really exist exactly in other ones, like the one that that that's going on that uh, Wildcats Revenge that like wave turn thing it does, which looks fucking sick. Um, and like you know, that's to me maybe Wildcats Revenge is kind of like the Animal Collective coaster. Oh, for sure, yeah. In terms of um, like how would you describe it in terms of, like comparison wise, like. I think it's it's basically that that it's like the harmonies you might expect. Like I'm talking like Meriwether Post Pavilion kind of animal collective. Like the harmonies you might expect from like a '60s uh, psychedelic record, or I think the more obvious influence is like the Beach Boys kinds of harmonies. Um, and similar like sort of dreamy psychedelic themes that you might think of on something like Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. But like the sound, the actual way that it feels to you is kind of different because it's like, yeah, again, like the with Mary Weather, have any of this? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like it, it's it's just like this combination of something old and something new. Okay. And that's like one album of theirs that you would compare it to in terms of this, or like. I think for right now, unless I think of a better one, there's probably is a better one. You know, like I like to see if I can tie in a location. That one's not exactly perfect, although Baltimore is not far from Hershey Park, so I guess that's like not the worst in terms of uh, getting the location right. The timing is a little off. Animal Collective aren't really doing anything interesting to me now in no. 2023. Um, they're, you know, a band that's peak was more than 10 years behind them, but yeah. it's it, there's something there. I, I feel like I could come up with an even better comparison, but there's also not really, like, new bands, you know? There's, there's like, bands come from England now. If you're an artist in America, you're a solo artist for the most part. Mm-hmm. That's how it usually goes. And... Mm-hmm. And like, so the coaster, the, the, the other element of this analogy that I think works is the coaster designer is sort of like the big producer, right? Like you're Alan Shilkey. He's like fucking like Dr. Luke or something, you know, like he's just yeah. a hit maker. And like, uh, I guess Dr. Luke without the controversy, although I don't, I don't know, maybe Alan Shilkey's done some fucked up shit. I have no idea, but he's kept it out of the public. Winston Coffee. Whereas, uh, Schwartz, so Schwartzkopf would be like, I see Schwartzkopf as like, um, I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to say Ron Toomer is Phil Spector. So Schwartzkopf would be like, um, who's I don't the, know. Who's, a like, Phil Spe- who's like below Phil Spector then? Like one. A I don't know. Like, I, like, I, I don't know enough about like older producers to really say, but I'm going to say like Schwartzkopf is basically, maybe he's like Giorgio Moroder, right? Cause he's so, European. Yeah. And so he's bringing, he's like, Schwarzkopf was, those are disco coasters for sure. They're from the disco era and they have like a disco like vibe yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. And so I would say he's like a, he's like a European disco producer. Yeah. And there are a lot of those. He was ahead of really his time though. Like his coasters had like a certain mm-hmm. funk to them. He's like one of these like, mm-hmm. who is like, I'm forgetting the, the guy's name. Giorgio, Giorgio Moroder. Moroder. Yeah. It's yeah. like the guy Roder, who like, yeah. created house music, but he was doing it in like a time when it was like, no one was thinking of this kind of music before. Exactly. Playing exactly. around with it. But he had the funk in him, though, at the time, which like, Schwarzkopf did in like post World War Two. And and yeah, he had the and, vision. And like no one else saw that. He had though, the vision exactly. Coaster. He did, and, and he was ahead of his and time he, and designs and everything. And and it's it's distinctly European, also. Like Schwarzkopf cut his teeth on the German fair circuit, so that's like a producer mm-hmm. that like you know they went big a few times across Europe and in the UK, like with these mm-hmm. dance hits, and then they had like something that finally made it to the US. You know, again mm-hmm. with disco, it's tough because like a lot of the best disco producers, like it wasn't like one person ran the genre, you know, like Georgia Moroder was very influential, but there's, there were a lot of them, but like it, 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 his co- coasters are clearly disco. And I think uh, I feel comfortable saying any sort of 
uh, Schwarzkopf fair ride that now resides permanently somewhere is just like a, a, a classic disco hit. Oh, for sure, yeah. It will stand a test of time. Like, it's like gonna be, um, you will always my, enjoy it. It's gonna be like played at parties. Mind, yeah, it's like mind bender at um at uh Six Flags Over Texas, the one that has two loops right in a row. I feel like that that was the first coaster of its kind to hit you with one loop and then hit you with another right immediately after. I'm pretty certain. Um, that would have been like uh like him dropping the loop is like uh dropping like the hustle, you know. Like, it's just like, ooh, ooh, okay, I like this. I'm feeling this, you know? Like, where did this come from here? Like, this is, like, a great look mm-hmm. down here. Yeah. The man the man invented the modern vertical loop, and I feel like that's, like, inve- literally looping in music. Yes. Like, oh, looping yeah, a track right. so that you do with disco. So I think, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm rocking with this. Uh, I, Anton Schwarzkopf is, is Giorgio Moroder and also, yeah. wi- more widely, just disco in general. He is, yeah. He's the king. He's the godfather of mm-hmm. the, for coasters. And also, same thing as disco, something that in time was not necessarily appreciated as much as it should be. Like in the 80s, Schwarzkopf coasters, you know, are not as cool. Yeah. But like, yeah. I think now but as we look back, we realize there's been a real revival. And yeah. like people look at these and say, this was awesome. We should, yeah. we, we got to get back to this. Yeah. And they were you know? wrong. They're wrong for dissing it. Like people are wrong for dissing, dissing mm-hmm. for insulting. Thank God. Yeah. The, the, the the slovenly white hordes of this country did not burn and destroy Schwarzkopf well, coasters the way they did on Disco Sucks. I was about to bring up Disco Sucks, yeah. That was one of the worst mm-hmm. events in this country's history. It's of course. Beyond, beyond racist in comparison. They were burning like Marvin Gaye CDs and Chris. Well, yeah, it's, it, it was so it's, awful. It's, the it's whole, been... But it was like they were taking music that wasn't disco. It was just like mm-hmm. black people music. And like they were just using disco as like the, of course. the veil of it all. Yeah, it's awful. And yes, yeah, so... It was a, it was a like, horrible chapter in our in our it's it's a dark chapter culture and, but we've we've moved on we moved on sucks yeah. and and I think we've we've moved on as a culture and have recognized what Anton Schwarzkopf was cooking and what yes, European yeah. coasters can do he brought it back they can, yeah he they can be the, an absolute groove yeah he brought the groove back he brought the flavor back the funk mm-hmm. yeah that was Schwarzkopf but, Ron, Ron Toomer definitely is Bill Spencer because he like everybody has basically. Every guy who designs coasters like thinks of Ron Toomer, you know, like he's just like the name. Yeah, and he's the initial I think, like it's, everyone just goes. He's just that. he's he's a, a legend that's like bigger than than anything in life. You know, um, huh. yeah, he's His larger than life himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. is yeah. Um, it's the same that, way. Yeah, it's like he can say that. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll um, but yeah, I think I think like with the classic coasters, it's basically like. Um, you know, there's kind of two schools of thought. There's like the American aerodynamics, uh, Ron school, and that's like more like rock music. And then, yeah, you have like your European, like more dance oriented music, which a lot of, especially in the late seventies, there's a lot of overlap and they were trying to copy each other in some ways. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of overlapping, basically. There's this like, yeah, lost sharing. Of so it. like, yeah, like, I don't know, like it. It's it's definitely an analogy where like you need a few years to pass. Like I don't think I could like too easily name too many current artists, but I guess you have new coasters and you don't really know what their role is yet either. So, you know, somewhere out there there probably is like, you know, a fucking I don't know, like Olivia Rodrigo coaster or whatever, but I don't know what it fucking is yet and I don't really want to ride it. No, no. <laughs> it's like not like not today. Like we'll just wait on the not today. We'll get around to that. We'll I'll, around I'll to assess that. that in ten years, and, and yeah. I'll tell you what, what it all meant. 
Yeah. There's a possibility that we'll ride it. They're only our radio coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or give a good review of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what the Ice Spice coaster is, but if you ask me in 2033 what the Ice Spice yeah. coaster was, I will be able to. We'll have an answer for you. I, pr- I promise you. I, you, can, all... you can find me, even if, like, this is some fucked up future where half of us are dead. You can still, if there's a way you can get in touch with me and you would say, uh, Mert, what's, what's the ice spice coaster? I'll tell yeah. you. I would hologram you. I'm going to hologram you and pull you up. <laughs> yeah. The hologram uh, version uh, of you. Yeah. And you're coming all like static and stuff. I'll be like, please uh-huh. Mert, tell me what is the ice spice coaster in a year 2035? And, 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 you know, I'll <laughs> have an answer. The near but future. I, but I don't, I don't have that yet. Yeah. Not yet. The answer will be out there somewhere, though. And we'll um, waiting. But, yeah, I mean, so you know, to the listeners, that's a that's a little little uh, thread for your mind to, to follow. Oh, Let me know because I I am open to suggestions either on the ones we already named or on additional artists. I mm-hmm. let's 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 compare every single coaster in the world to an artist. And yeah. yes, we'll some of those it. coasters in China. Some of those ones in China, they count too. If you can find oh. one that perfectly encapsulates pop music, I'm all I'm all ears. But it would make more sense if it was like Canto pop or some shit or something that Chinese people like. I don't know. Yeah, like what is a uh, music comparison for a coaster of like Lost Superstition Mountain? Um, okay, that's a that's a novelty song because Lost Coaster of Superstition Mountain is like a, a novelty coaster. It's like the the way you sit in it is like is weird the, the way it, the fact that it's small it's not really much of anything i'm gonna say lost coaster of superstition mountain is like i guess it's it's 2000s right uh-huh. it's a weird one i don't know if there's a great it was like a 2000s novelty hit. we kind of stopped having those in the, after the 90s but the 90s had a bunch of them um it would have to be like Okay, what I'll say is maybe what Lost Coaster and Superstition Mountain is kind of like is like when, in the 90s, when one of those weird bands, really I guess this only happened once, but like when uh, um, Butthole Surfers managed to chart a hit with Pepper. You ever heard that song, Pepper by Butthole Surfers? Yeah, that one. Great great song. Yeah. And like, uh, or like Beck or something, something that was like just kind of weird and out there and like yeah. people didn't really know what to make of it. And like, but all, like people still, they still ride for it. What you say? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm I'm struggling with Lost Coaster Superstition Mountain, but I'm gonna say it's it's a weird like alt rock accidental crossover kind of deal. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't always see that. Oh, what about uh, what is the one? The wooden coaster in China. What's the one that's like the plain named one, but it's like lost in the woods and stuff. I've had it. Oh well, there's wood coaster and there's python and bamboo. Oh, I'm thinking of Wood Coaster. It's just called Wood Coaster, and it's like Wood a, Coaster. It's the biggest wooden coaster I've ever seen. It is called the Wood. I coaster. feel like went all out. Like and night- Wood Coaster. Yeah, Wood Coaster is like the song that I wish existed, which was like if there was just like this like Chinese band, and I had no idea what the fuck they were saying, but they were yeah. just like they're going on, on some. They were just going off, like yeah. like really just incredible. like classic yeah. setup. They've got like. Lead singer, uh, <laughs> guitar, like lead singer with a guitar, yeah, uh, like a uh, like a, a bassist, a fucking drummer, like classic, like three piece Nirvana. Very unassuming. Kind of Very unassuming when they approach. Unass- the unassuming, but like 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 gut busting riffs, kind of just like yeah. killing you, rock and roll, yeah. like ghost the first note they play. Yeah, they're going mm-hmm. right into it. Yeah, and it's 
is a trip. Such a song, yeah. to my knowledge, China and Chinese music is very hard to listen to. There's not much of it on Spotify, but they seem much more into like very dreamy dream pop and shoegaze and yeah. like instrumental hip hop. So they don't seem to really make that kind of music, but that's what it would be if there yeah. was a musical equivalent of Woodcoaster. Woodcoaster also, I learned recently, apparently is in such disrepair that it rarely runs now and is at oh. risk of becoming defunct. So oh my, all the hopes of the, the, maybe what some some legends say could be the best wooden coaster in the world just peeking out of the jungle in South China it, may the, no longer even be running. It's the best looking coaster, the best looking co- coaster based on pictures, I would say. But those pictures tend to be from like 2011. And from what I hear in over the years of COVID, it has kind of fallen into disrepair, which is worrying. Mm-hmm. The, that yeah. park, as we said, does not really have people going to it. It's just like a park. So it's there's no other coasters there. It's not a theme park. So I think that cuts against it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it probably it hurts its uh mm-hmm. build process. Um, and Python and Bamboo Forest, the other really good wooden Chinese coaster. I feel like again, song doesn't exist. But if it did, it would be a Chinese band that's on some like kind of like uh cheesy like metal shit aesthetically but the music is like a little more like classic rock sounding a little like it's like still ex- it's like got like an edge to it sort of but it's not like um i don't know it's not like they're trying to be you know like fucking like deathcore or anything you know they're not they're not like like going insanely hard they're just like they're going like the right amount of hard but like stylistically they kind of style themselves like a band that would have like a flying v guitar or something that's a good way to, to categorize it, I would say. Yeah, it's tough with the Chinese ones. It's Chinese people don't they don't I, listen to music, to my knowledge. I don't I don't think they have the music over there. Music really. equivalent though. If you compare Woodcoaster to like music to we, like in America, not like Chinese. Well, like I said, it's like garage rock is like the the wooden Cl- coaster, like just like yeah. starting yeah. off at like you know like the most simple kind of like it depends on what's going on with this wooden coaster. You know, if it's got lots of airtime hills, I see again I see those as harmonies, so I feel like it would be like you know um like if it's like you know like the comparison to the beach boys i think is definitely there um that's the one i kind of go back to but um yeah like a a more complex like interwoven like small layout like small uh like footprint kind of wooden coaster like boardwalk bullet in texas that would be like uh maybe something like um garage rock in the style of like the uh the 13th floor elevators which is like you know it's like a little psychedelic kind of it's um it's got like a got sort of a like a blunted edge to it almost i guess i don't know um but yeah wood coasters are rock obviously okay i like it though and that's yeah it, and that's, it, it, that's, it pretty well. that's what's cooking in my brain yeah, yeah. and we'll keep <laughs> and this is a good thing to like yeah in terms of just like relating yeah if, if, if you ever if you ever think of an artist you know, you, Avery, or anybody else, and we'll hey. you just send send them to me, and we'll on the podcast. If we have like five minutes to kill, I'll, I'll categorize a few more because it's a fun yeah. brain exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good uh, brain activity for sure. It keeps the mind going, and just like mm-hmm. back to music that I listen to, like growing up or now. Or, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And there are flops also in the oh, coaster okay. world. Some coasters flop, and so like there have been some like you know people have released some shit that nobody wanted to listen to. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, so the, the categorizing the flops might be an interesting way to go about it. Also, I haven't thought about defunct coasters, what songs they would be like songs that were like, should, could have been a hit, but weren't for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give some, some thinking to that as well. 
Mm-hmm. That's sick, though. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Cut off. Um, <laughs> or anything else you, you want to? Yeah. No, I, I think that's it. That's, that's that's my every thought that I've had recently. Word. So. <laughs> no, no, definitely. I'm spared of uh, coaster ideas and mm-hmm. coaster thoughts for right now. But this is we'll also be, this is the first episode of Coaster Chat where we have not given a brilliant business idea. I will say that also. So no business idea. Um, it for the for the guy writing all of them down. This is your episode off. There wasn't any in here. No. I hope you still listen to it, waiting for one to write it down though to get that five dollars. Mm-hmm. Next one's going to cost you, but you know we appreciate jotting down as mm-hmm. uh, we say for the list. Always. Sometimes there's nothing to jot down, but we always appreciate you having the notepad handy. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the effort, you know. Because it, it it builds up um, what we have here, you know. Because with absolutely, with the listeners' help, what we love, we love our listeners. Their yeah. ideas um, benefit everyone else, you know, all our listeners. Because mm-hmm. it's a, it's the whole thing is a big old amusement park, and you have to imagine that. That's that's, that's right. The whole world is a big old amusement park. Yeah, mm-hmm. world is one. This podcast is one. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone is welcome to the park, you know. In terms of uh, right on, it's sort of jotting down business ideas that we come up with and mm-hmm. riding coasters, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We have business ideas. We got music ideas. We got just like all so sorts many, of ideas. All sorts of so ideas. many ideas. So many ideas. So many things to think about. <laughs> you know, yep. we love it. We love just coming up with free business ideas for everyone. And we love you, the listener. Yeah. And guess what? We're your friends. We, well, this is a parasocial relationship, and we're talking directly to you right now, and we love you. Yeah. We're, giving you, a, you. we're giving you a hug over the iPhone right now. You're not just someone on the screen to me. You're in front of me. No, you're special. You're special. You're very special to us. And we can be friends, you know, or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll try to we'll try to get um we'll, we'll, we'll do a more in depth hug at some point. We'll do a more in depth uh, look at um Wildcats <laughs> Revenge with Shane at some point. We will, yeah. We'll go over coasters that are opening up this summer. We'll do like a huge episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk we'll talk all the twenty twenty three openings. Wildcats um, Revenge we talked about. Yeah, I want to talk about Wildcats. We talked about a little bit. Shane's yeah. the real Hershey head, and I know he's, he's looking at all the pictures and the POVs. So he we'll, is, oh we'll yeah, no, he's been going over in, in the uh on chess and stuff like he's he's standing right outside the ride right now as it's testing and asking to be let on and they are telling him he cannot ride it yet but he will get on it soon i'm sure Mm -hmm. oh totally yeah and he's uh he's the expert on all that in terms of uh Mm -hmm. opening up anywhere he's the best so he'll be on the pod soon all right so that's it for now um that's it We'll be back soon, though. Don't worry. Yeah. But uh, peace out, everybody. But everyone, we love you. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy. All right. Later. See ya.